Welcome to the Humanise the Numbers podcast series. Leaders, managers and owners of ambitious accounting firms sharing insights, successes and issues that will challenge you and connect you and your firm to the ways and means of transforming your firm's results. Happy teams, happy clients, happy futures is our sort of tagline. And it's like you start with the having a happy team, they then, you then, you know, by, by consequence of that, to an extent, have happy clients, and then everybody's happy. If if those two groups are happy, then the happy futures part is the easy one, right? Um, As you grow your firm's fees, and the number of clients you work with, and the number of team members you have, how will you retain that sense of collaboration between your team, and that deep sense of client focus as well, client collaboration, if you will? Well, Nathan Keeley from Carpenter Box on this podcast interview shares in quite a bit of intimate detail what they do and how they do it to ensure that deep sense of collaboration. Let's go to that discussion now. Today, I'm joined by Nathan Keeley from Carpenter Box. Uh, welcome, Nathan, and thank you very much for taking time out on this discussion. Um, to begin with, Nathan, would you put some things into perspective for us and just give us a little bit of uh, background on Carpenter Box and your role and history within the firm, please? Yes, so um, Carpenter Box uh, uh, was formed in sort of 1923, so coming up for our 100th year anniversary. Wow. Um, the firm's sort of grown probably significantly since I've, um, I joined the firm in 2001, um, when we sort of had sort of 30 staff. We're now sort of pushing the 200 mark. Wow. Um, got offices in four locations, so the, the main one in, in Worthing. Um, we have an office in, in Gatwick. Um, we have an office in Brighton and just recently in October opened an office in Chichester. So sort of four offices covering the, the, the gap with Diamond really around sort of Sussex yeah, is yeah. our sort of place we've always belonged. Yes. Um, and uh, over time, I suppose the firm's grown into, um, you know, so comfortably sort of mid, mid-tier, I suppose. We will position ourselves now where we have um, a dedicated audit department, audit and advisory group, dedicated tax group. Um, and a business services group are the three main sort of fee earning um, departments. We then have a practice support group which covers marketing, finance, you know, reception, and, and various other yeah, sort yeah, of yeah. non-fee earning elements. Yeah. Um, and and it's sort of grown from that point. And I, I joined as a as a trainee back back in two thousand and one. Oh right. And I sort of developed through that. Finished my exams uh, at the firm, and a, a sort of a now sort of partner in our business services group. Um. And within that, I um, head up our uh, cloud and digital offering, as well as our outsourced uh, finance offering, um, nice. as well as being a you know a, a normal sort of um, hate to say it traditional um, you know partner looking after a you know a portfolio with a varied number of clients from you know mostly business services, but there's elements of tax advisory in there, yeah, yeah, there's yeah. elements of audit in there. So, so wh- why do you hate um, to say that? I just, I, I, you know, I, I think um, I, I, I'm not necessarily the biggest fan of, of accountancy as a as a profession. So, um, oh wow! Uh, over the years, um, you know, the technology um, has helped probably keep me in the profession, you know, for the good and the bad, really. Right. Um, so, I sort of have hence why probably the the hats I wear um, are more of a, you know, you know uh, more of an interest rather than. Um, just following the normal sort of traditional route of a portfolio, various sort of partner yeah, yeah, duties yeah. And, and not much more from that. So yeah, yeah. Um, various debates over the value of chargeable input compared to a traditional accountant, that sort of stuff is always challenging. Yeah. Um, and, and, and I would probably say I'd um, be one of the more challenging partners to the rest of the partner group in terms of looking at new ways of doing things and trying to implement change. Um, right. Rather than, you know, Carpenter Box has been successful. Obviously, it's grown from sort of 30 to, to, to the sort of 200 um, staff that it has now. And obviously, through that, there's been a lot of growing pains. And of it's course. been quite a challenging, quite a challenging few years. But, but you know, all good um, from that element. And, and, you know, some of the stuff we've brought in has been quite exciting. You know, the onset of sort of cloud, you know, a number of years ago, you know, yeah. free agent was probably the first um, yeah. iteration, you know, more, more so sort of zero and, and, you know, QuickBooks and other other sort of solutions have come in and and sort of you know ballooning that into say let's what are we doing from a you know working papers perspective moving those to the cloud you know yeah. our onboarding you know uh, the the KPI sort of solutions and business advisory piece and stuff has been um, you know I wouldn't necessarily even say accountancy driven it's more technology and change driven 
Um, so, so tell that, me that's it, what the interest is really so yeah yeah well clearly from you can hear it in your voice in terms of the enthusiasm for that but what 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 is it about the the, the tech that's actually resulted in you staying in the profession in, in within carpenter but what 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 is it about that that's um you know giving you the zeal and the verve for what you know doing uh, just the one word collaboration will be the one word that that would sum it all up to be honest because it's it's been it, it started from a um when I was still a trainee, where you had a number of um, contractors as a sort of IR35-related sort of businesses where we were driven by them having to send in information to us on a monthly, quarterly basis, and that's how our relationship was. And, it, you know, wouldn't it be great if we could have a, uh, a something where we could collaborate more so clients have a better awareness of, of tax liabilities, upcoming deadlines, all of these sorts of things, rather than the traditional model of, you know, year-end uh, a couple of months later, you get the book, you know, the, the books come in, you do the accounts, you have a meeting, you know, the client has two or three months to find the tax bill, which they might have an awareness of or not. Yeah. You can't really advise them properly on yeah. that basis because they may have made a decision through the year mm. that either was, was, maybe it was right, maybe it was wrong. It's quite difficult to unravel what's the yeah. tax implication, all of those mm. elements. Um, and I think, you know, I'd probably put myself as quite a sociable creature. So um, the collaboration from a client point of view has been great, you know, and all of the other you know, the, the software companies and stuff, the collaboration with them has been really good as well. Um, I think also when you work more in sort of the sort of technology space, that the profession is more open and collaborative by, by nature. So the individuals that do that are more collaborative and open by nature, whereas traditionally accountants are, you know, aren't as open and collaborative as maybe maybe it could be you know yes um, the general view is there's enough food to go around for everybody it's just you know um yeah things like this to be honest right you know just having, yeah, yeah. A, having a chat and stuff is all about it all comes from that as the the sort of starting point really well it's interesting that you say it's about having a chat um you know what, what you just described there is it sounds as though you've used the tech so that you can have better information available to your clients in a a faster way so it's better info faster info and therefore you can advise better is what i think what you've said mm. yeah. um which ultimately is your last comments about having a chat which is arguably um the hardest thing to actually put a price to and a value mm. to and a you know a proposal around mm. nathan has, has the technology helped in that area uh, it, on the proposal sort of part yeah yeah, I, I think it's been a bit of a... Uh, it's that value pricing thing, you know? There's, yeah, it's, it's a bit yeah. of a cycle, yeah. Yeah. So, so I think I, where where it sort of previously was is, is you would bill um, or you would invoice a client on a transactional basis so you'll deliver a yeah. piece of work and an invoice after that. Then there was a, you know, a, a sort of clamour for um, wrap it all up into a, into an amount, divide it by 12 and, and, and bill the clients, you know, that. And, and, and that great from a cash flow point of view, great from... A, client point of view and managing their own sort of out, out you know uh, yeah. money's going out but I think what's happened more recently is is there's an element of that still but it's capturing the additional value that you deliver so exceptional billing is, is, is becoming a bit of a challenge because there's a perception over clients value what you do but do they value the extra that you do I think if, if, if that's a way of, of, of describing it so you might set up a, with a client on a, on, a, on a certain basis and then you actually find out that look, I'm talking to them more often. I need to. I'm doing some a lot more special work because you're talking to them more. Yeah. You know, there's more things that they're open to you about. You know, um, down to even to say like I need some insurance or I need something else that isn't traditionally accountancy related that we're sort of able to help with. They're, they're, you know, how do you recognise the value of that? It's been sort of the challenge, and I, and I think again it's sort of evolving again further than that in that. You know, core compliance services, a bit like a Netflix subscription, is really easy to sort of, you can price more easily. It's a finite thing. Um, and people are used to, to spending their money in that way. You know, yeah. Sky subscriptions, mobile phone subscriptions, that's how yeah. the world has evolved. But yeah. but it's a bit like the, the, that extra value. And it's a bit like you take the same examples. You know, Sky is an example. You, you pay it all as a subscription. But if you want to watch a new movie, you, you pay extra for that. And I think it's, mm. it's that um you know almost like the profession seems to cap you know will will catch up with the likes of sky as a constant sort of example you know they get it they get it right you know that they, they tied you in for that monthly subscription but if you want the the bells and whistles and the nice shiny stuff you pay extra for that yeah you know? yeah if you want to watch um, the you know the world heavyweight championship yeah. match then uh yeah, boxing match yeah then you've indeed got to pay indeed yeah, and, yeah, and yeah, i think yeah. it's just you know yeah it's taking a lead with the with the sort of um you know 
greater use of technology, all of these things from different sectors of the economy are now filtering their way into the profession and, and probably out of the profession to the other way, you know. Um, so it's been quite a... It's fast-moving and stuff, which is, again, makes it, makes it interesting, to be and honest. But again, yeah. you know, in a... As you get to a larger firm where it's not just one person making a decision, there's, there's, we have sort of 18 partners now, so there's 18 people having a view. There might be an audit partner, there might be a tax advisory partner, a tax compliance partner, a, you know, lots and lots of different. They're coming at it from a different perspective, you know. Whereas which, which can be healthy, can't you know, it? But, but it can be healthy, but it also can, you know, yeah, slow, slow decision making down and maybe warp decisions. Correct, as well. correct, right. So, so there's 18 opinions you need to gather in a in a in a partnership because we have the view of. You know, one person, one vote, you know, irrelevant of how long you've been doing it for. Um, and, of course, an audit partner will view it differently to a business services partner, for instance. So yeah. um, they, they won't really bill on account, particularly often it'll be transactional advisory is certainly all transactional. You know, so, so and it's like, you know, business services tends to sort of sit in the middle of that. So you have, yeah. you know, yeah. um, and, and we recognize that and, and how we are sort of, you know, the growing pains of, of structuring the business to say, you know, when I was first a partner, there was five or six of us. It's a, it's a, you know, quite an informal sort of conversation. Now there's 18 people trying to do a Zoom call at the moment is quite challenging with, with yeah. differing opinions. So, yeah, I, I guess what you just described there poses the question. Do you, do you feel as though the, 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 the humanity of the firm, yeah, I, I love the fact you talk collaboration. So collaboration with colleagues, collaboration with clients, collaboration with tech providers and so on has, has created a more human relationship mm-hmm. you know and, and, and arguably valuable relationship with clients even though maybe we're challenged about actually turning that value into um, yeah. fees if you will especially around the the equivalent of the world championship boxing match yeah as opposed yeah. to the you know the netflix subscription core compliance piece um but I just wonder is as you go from a you know 30 person firm to a 200 person firm does it get there's more humans involved, but does the firm get more human or less human? And how do you how do you tackle yeah, that? Yeah, I, I think it's like I would say differently human would be the right the word. Not, the, not the good more political or less. answer there, Nathan. Yeah, yes, yeah, future think, in politics know, there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> speaking, speaking candidly, it's been it's been a challenge, right? You know, a thirty-person yeah. firm is very family orientated. You know, you. You have the example of, you know, school closes for the day and, and your son or daughter comes in and sits next to you at the desk and you just carry on working. You know, a firm yeah. with 200 people, it's a different environment. And, and, and it's probably fair to say, you know, there's peaks and troughs of growth. And, and of course, a, a, a number of the sort of more longer served clients, that, oh, sorry, staff that remember the, the 30 person mm. firm found it quite more challenging than others. Sure. Growing to a 200 person firm and. and and for us, what's really been important and, and it's been, you know, a, a challenge I think we've done reasonably, you know, reasonably well at um, is is moving this sort of family feel to still keep the family feel, you know, basically a worthing, you know, accountancy firm and, and keep that culture and, and feel, um, but obviously grow um, and be, you know, have a wider reach and, and, yeah. and deliver clients a wider you know, amount of service. So. What it's allowed us to do is each of the so business services, for instance, we've looked at it and said, well, as we've grown, you know, business services is too wide. So we have then almost like a, we call it a commercial team. We'll deal with the, the smaller end sort of 105 client um, yeah. in terms of the disclosure requirements. We then have a corporate team that, that deals with 102 and larger clients. So um, the, the skill set slightly different and it's enabled us to say, well, we'll recruit differently for those departments. We yeah, use yeah. different tools. So electronic work paper wise, we, we, we sort of like, like the idea of silver fin for our corporate team and, and zero right. work papers for our commercial team. All but right, but okay. what, what we will have is, is that, that you can't, you really, zero work papers is quite challenging on a, on a larger client and silver fin is, is, is overkill for mm. a smaller mm. client. So yeah. growing with this, it's allowing people to, it's, it's allowing the, you know, efficiencies and processes still to be in place. And, and what we're finding is that the, the, the recruitment we're now making is slightly different. Um, COVID's posed its challenges for the trainee element to say it's, 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 that's the one part of the business where it's really, really hard to, to have a brand new trainee and, and, and them to them to upskill themselves as they yeah, would have every done firm two years ago. Nature, just, you know, yeah, yeah. You know, and, and you end up sort of thinking, well, our trainee intake wasn't as good as previous years. And it's not that they're not as good. It's just we have to the try to train somebody through teams up. and yeah. stuff is just not... Um, you know, whereas I think you have this promised land of like everybody can, should, should be virtual, mm-hmm. it can, you can all work from home. And I think that absolutely to an extent. Um, so, so for me, I've been to the office for an hour this year so far. 
<laughs> and I'm enjoying right. it, to be honest. So yeah, um, yeah. it has a lot of pluses. Um, yeah. You know, uh, but I think from a trainee point of view, and and I think from the mental well-being mm-hmm. point of view, it's a lot more challenging. You know, because you look at it, yeah, and I think you know that. the you always sort of talk about the, the the fourth industrial revolution and stuff. It's about people, and, and it's you, you you know it's humans. We like the social interaction and 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 being able to actually you know see the whites of someone's eyes to to an extent and 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 that that's you know, becoming more and more important and, and i think we do various things of you know um created you know we have a mentor system so somebody outside of their reporting team or their department will have a regular catch-up with the person we have you know each trainee will have a, a mentor within the department and somebody else outside of that if it's if they have a particular challenge that relates to the department they need to have the freedom to speak about it yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, a lot more around the corporate social responsibility, our sort of carbon footprint, what, what our views of all of that, and and you know mental well-being, you know, the training we've provided. You know, we've had um, done quite a lot with Mind in terms of having sort of you know mental health ambassadors, and and it sounds um, quite sort of glorious title, and just a question of you know something we've got to tick a box for. But I think it's genuinely finding the people that, that have a genuine interest in this are those people that, it. yeah, yeah, absolutely. And it's just you know, yeah, it's just dealing with the challenges that are different, different, you know, because of the last year, different because we're growing, different because we're in four locations, different yeah. to say we had we had three offices before, but they were all within, you know, two or opposite each other in the road, and one was like a two minute walk away, so. Mm. Um, to now we've now we've only got one more office but but you know they're all an hour away from each other so it's a different yeah different pieces yeah, yeah, different yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and we've always so delivering that... not 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 tried to report on each of those offices it's all about we're one firm and one one sort of team let's say so we don't report on location we report on individual um even now to be honest and i think the gatlick office has got sort of 45 people in it and we we just don't necessarily report on that so just let's go into that so you're reporting mm. on the performance of individual people yeah yes. not on the office yeah. performance at all correct. correct what and presumably departments as well is that or is that yeah departments are absolutely so we have our um set our budget we just finished our budgeting process in terms of you know what our input's going to be what our recruitment is going to look like for the next year what mm. headcount do we need what the input ratios are the chargeable time all of this yeah. sort of stuff is yeah. done um, firm first, then it filters down to department and then down to individual to say, as a trainee, we expect X and all, all trainees are, the, are treated the same. Yeah. Um, fundamentally, because their roles are, are all the same. And as you progress through the firm, you have different um, different requirements and different KPIs. Um, mm. I think for me, it's a bit more challenging because as, as, we, as we move on, it's about driving value. Um, and traditionally, an accountancy firm will drive that by your hourly charge-out rate and your your input. Yeah. Whereas, you know, my sort of argument is, well, if we can bring in a new new process, new bit of technology, or new system that that means everybody can do their job two percent more efficiently, that doesn't tangibly get recorded very easily. But somebody needs to needs to drive and deliver that. So the challenge, you know, for me specifically around the drive to more and more chargeable time when I'm actually sort of wanting to do less chargeable time is, is, yeah. is a really, really culturally difficult thing because, you know, in a small group, that's easy. But when there's 18, 18 of us sitting around there going, somebody's doing a thousand of the chargeable hours and I'm doing half of that. Yeah. You know, am I bringing you in half you're the value? Performing. Yeah, Correct. You're, indeed. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. So, but these are all challenges that you then make a choice, don't you? Do I, do I do a thousand hours and have no challenges or do I, continue to do 500 and have the challenges you know and that's just a, a personal you know a, a, you know my well, opinion I, will be a, a challenge is good so yeah well you know. i think there's, there's there's a profession-wide issue here though nathan isn't there if um, you know you, you you've talked about um your technology has changed and will continue to change the way every aspect of the profession works uh, the, the nat- one of the natural consequences of that is as you've talked about is there's more collaboration with the client but another natural consequence is that it takes less time to do a piece of technical mm. accountancy or tax work because the technology is mm. helping. So the actual the chargeable time element is if it's going down, but we you know but the value to the client remains the same. What happens to the price? Mm. Is it mm. well, okay? Well, recovery. Well, yeah, but it's going to be great, isn't it? Because our recovery rates are going to go up. But if you're assessed against mm. chargeable time, the number of hours you're doing are going to go down. So. The, the, there's, yeah. there's, some, there's a mismatch, isn't there, in terms of where the f- the future of the profession is going to where the profession is going. 
Yeah, and I think it's quite difficult. And I think we, we, we as a firm are still at still that sort of crossroads, I think it would be fair to say, because you have a mixture of ages. Yeah. We'd have a different view. You know, uh, let's say an older partner would, would want to drive value, whereas uh, a, 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 a younger partner, it's about growth and it's about strategy and it's about building something for the future. So I think even that is, but that, that, that's a good thing to say. If you all, you know, you've all got to have a different opinion. You've, your opinion has got to be heard, right? Yes. So, um, and just, a, a, you know, as, as a firm, the strategy should encompass all of that. And, and yeah. again, that's quite a challenge. So we'll have, you know, quarterly board meetings at least that probably last eight to 10 hours. You know, it's, it's, it's quite a challenging environment, but I think that's a good, that's a good place to be, to be honest. Um, I would agree. You know, I, I think it, what, yeah, one of the, Everybody uh, has an opinion. To be honest, so their voice well, needs to be heard. Really, you so. know, I, I mean, I, I experienced going into a, you know, well over the over the decades, a lot of firms, and um, the the firms that appear, and I think there's a direct correlation here. The one, the firms that are good at marshalling constructive conflict around the leadership mm-hmm. team are the ones that perform better, and the ones that actually are, are poor at marshalling that and and almost encouraging that constructive conflict. Nathan are, are the ones that stutter and stall a little. Now, and that's a sweeping generalisation, but it, I think it's a reasonable conclusion based on my experiences, mm-hmm. and you, 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 you're supporting that, I guess. Mm. And, and I suppose you, you, have the, you have the point that if everybody agrees, you're, you're going to make bad decisions. Yeah. If there's one person that everybody listens to and whatever they say is what, what you do, yeah. the same Likewise. outcome will happen. And, and yeah. you think, you know, you, you, might, you might accept that you might miss an opportunity, or it might take you longer to get there, but getting there as a collective is a much more important thing i think for everybody's again comes back to mental well-being happiness you know future yeah, yeah, of the yeah. firm and, and, and stuff like this and it's yeah dealing with those things and being able to be honest as honest as you want to be without feeling that you know it's, it's, it is very very challenging to be honest yeah yeah, because, yeah. well I, I, if i know, can just quiz you on that so there's it, it's clear from this discussion that you welcome and you embrace the change and the conflict but there's, you know, there's eight. I wouldn't say welcome and... the conflict, but yeah, I wouldn't say welcome the conflict, but no? accept that it's a, it, it's something that you need to deal with. I think is, is well, probably isn't fair. it healthy? Um, it's a, it's healthy though, isn't it? Yeah, if, if if it's done in the right way, it can be healthy. I think it can also be unhealthy if if it's not dealt with in the right way, um, because then you just you just get to the point where if if the conflicts have become too personal, it just yeah. it, 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 so it, 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 it's a challenge. Um, uh, but as as in any family, Nathan, I'm just picking up on your comment earlier mm. about you know we want to retain that culture and feel about the family business. Well, every, every family has conflict too, mm. and it's yeah. um, and, and it's if, if it works well, it's because it's managed with that inherent respect mm. for each individual. It's not personal, to use your mm. your, your your word. Yeah. Um, it's focused on the issues at hand and the change that we want, and hopefully with some some focus on the you know the vision and future strategy mm-hmm. of the business, as well as you know managing the day to day. So, culture and feel, two uh, hundred person firm, uh, obviously lots more clients as well. Um, ac- accountability becomes more of a challenge the more people are involved. Mm-hmm. Um, how, how, how does that get managed or worked um, I, within the firm? Because uh, you, you clearly, if, you, if you've got that yeah, firm-wide, department-wide, mm-hmm. people-wide, you know, mm-hmm. set expectations. Well, expectations are one thing, accountability is something else. How, how does that work within the firm? Yeah, it's always the challenge to say, again, with, with, with wanting to have a family feel, you're, you're naturally going to be, you, you sort of, the, the, the saying, it's more of a carrot than a stick. Um, sort of uh, place which I think is important um, but it's just about you know the danger of that can be if you become too carrot or too stick you you um, you end up with 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 a bad outcome so yeah. I'm trying to sort of politically think how best to, to sort of to sort of word it because it could be quite sort of challenging well, can I I, well let me can I chip in here because you've mm. just lit a you've just lit a fuse for me by saying those two <laughs> phrases you know so uh, more carrot less stick equals a good family environment maybe it does maybe it does but mm-hmm. from a, um, uh, what we're talking about is the, the strategy for building an enthusiastic team for motivating our people. Please forgive this brief interruption. The next section of the recording has some interference, but we think the content is too valuable to edit out. We hope you agree. Back to the discussion now. 
and mm-hmm. um, there's there's actually three types of motivation according to all the researchers and the psychologists. Yes, there's the carrot, the incentive reward piece. Yes, there's the stick. If you don't do this, you're out on your ear. That's the mm-hmm. harsh end, I guess. But there's another form of uh, motivation which is intrinsic. You know, it's self-generated mm-hmm. because you've got the right person in the right job doing something they actually mm-hmm. um, thinks great. Working yeah. with people they thinks great. Working in a firm they thinks great. Working mm-hmm. with customers they thinks great. Making mm-hmm. a difference. That's intrinsic. Yeah. It's, not, it's neither mm-hmm. carrot nor stick because it's from mm-hmm. within. And, I'm, uh, you know, that's yeah. why I'm like, ooh, is yeah, it really and, a choice suppose, between carrot and stick? Yeah, and I suppose to, to, to give a sort of a probably a live, live example of, of, of maybe, you know, uh, 18 months ago probably was, was the starting point was to, to look at it and think we had sort of resource pressures everywhere um, or different, different areas of the farm. You know, somebody would 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 have a, a client relationship within a department, and they would do, you know, that team would do everything for them. And when you sit back and realise to say, look, you know, what what is that person's particular skill set? And when we when we sort of split in initially, sort of the, the corporate and commercial teams together, it was it was looking at which of those individuals had a, had a particular skill set that lends itself more to one or the other. Yeah, and, and what that sort of led is is we had you know as you do sort of resource pressures at, at varying levels, and and we were finding that that what was happening from a you know from a larger firm point of view, if you take management accounts as an example, each partner would have clients that need that as a requirement, and each partner would deliver a different output to the client. Um, and what we were sort of uh, have done more recently is to say, well, look, you know. Surely we need a management accountant to do management accounts and a bookkeeper to do bookkeeping as the two two easiest examples. Whereas yeah. what was happening is trainees would do a bit of bookkeeping, you know, a bit of not quite jack of all trades, but your you know, a very varied skill set, which then can mean you, you become more rounded, possibly. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it can also mean you you don't become as highly skilled as you could be in a certain area. So I suppose there's a bit of a trade off. Trade off and. Yeah, and and we sort of created this sort of what we call the the off team, which um, trying to find a better name for it, but I'm yet to yet to find one. Which is at the outsource finance function is what the the off okay. means. Uh, right. You can imagine why you know from the smile why you need I need a better name than that. So I think um, you do. Yeah, I do. I do. Yeah, any ideas will be welcome. Um, yeah. but it's it's to look to say you know some of these you know clients need bookkeeping, right? So we need a bookkeeper to do that because you've then got the the things of you know tr- charge at rates for a trainee are probably equal to a, what we would have an experienced bookkeeper charged out at or you look at what the market will will bear for for bookkeeping versus mm. what we what we need to encompass all of the training costs and everything else for a trainees charge out rate yeah it just we, was we were problematic so um started to build a team of bookkeepers to do the bookkeeping um and then looking at sort of saying well you know the skill set for a management account in an ideal world i want somebody that's got industry experience to understand yeah. Because if you've only ever been in practice, you know, and you'll see this sometimes from sort of HMRC and stuff sometimes, in that if somebody's only ever been at HMRC, they don't have much, you know, sorry, much, they don't have as good an awareness of what it is to run a business as, as you would yeah. like them to. Yeah. Um, and it's no different to say you've got an accountant that's always worked in practice. They don't, they don't really appreciate the, the differences between working in industry, right, in terms of running a business. Um, so obviously our recruitment policy then changes as a consequence. So rather than um, you know we want we want a, 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 an ACA or an ACCA a trainee to go through the system. Yeah. We you now what I actually want is an accountant that's SEMA or has, has got business experience to do the management accounts because they understand what a KPI is. They understand a business need. And rather than going your gross profit is a certain number, mm. it's like well actually what we want to look at is you, you've got staffing pressure. You know how much. Um, you know, how much input can a can a, an individual do, and at which point, you know, using your turnover and your margins to dictate your recruitment policy, or yeah. as a restaurant, you know, when should I close? When should I open? You know, when is people spending the most money? Yeah. You know, and what am I making the most margins on? So yeah, which think, is what you associate with management accounts, of course. Absolutely. T- t- take a take a restaurant. It's like I need to sell more coffees because the margin is ridiculous, right? Yeah. So, or I know that on a you know Tuesdays are a day to close because it's, it's quiet. You know, yeah. and, and I'd open on a on open the other of six course. days, and it's, it's things like that, and that's what a business owner would value, yeah. rather than showing here's what your profit is for the last yeah, month. Yeah, yeah. And, and so, have you taken you, the you know, firm down this specialist route yeah. then, Nathan? Service yeah. line, we'd like to call it. So we have, right. um, yeah. So over the last sort of year, year, eighteen months, have created a the, the outsource finance function service line, and it's now sort of grown to a team of sort of 14, 14 people at the moment, mixing from bookkeepers to management accountants to to sort of junior fee earners 
from a management accountant's perspective, you know, even to look at the capabilities of, of formalized, you know, um, outsourced credit control, yeah. you know, a lot of other things and, and, and linking that in quite nicely with the, the, the cloud and digital team in terms of, you know, systems reviews, implementations of software, all of this sort of stuff becomes mm. that's quite a skill set that, you know, you you can't really do that and everything else because mm. you know you might be able to set up a, a zero and, and create a bank feed but but can you actually scope and, and and properly do an implementation or or do a, a full systems review so yeah. the, the team we have delivering mm. that we have you know even that is split into say somebody that would deliver the projects yeah. um, and the systems implementation systems reviews and somebody that deals with the support queries yeah you know zero access bank feeds not working you know can you create me a report those sorts of elements and different skill set, you know, support needs to be, you know, process driven, whereas uh, projects is all based on personality, or not all based, but significantly based on personality to say you, you, you go into a meeting where you don't know, a little bit like today, didn't know what we were going to talk about, we just go into a meeting and just start talking, right, or I start talking. But You're very you good go at into it, a meeting. Thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Not accountancy, but I can talk, right? But, um, yeah. But, uh, to me it's like it's the best type of meeting I go into a meeting where I don't know what the client wants I don't know what the client's going to ask me and I don't know how I'm going to answer it absolutely and and that's a different skill set to um, and it's probably where the you know arguably not being cynical with the profession but it's where the training and the exams of the profession could be better Yes, would be they train you how to be an accountant, but they don't train you how to be a business advisor. That's the fundamental yeah, yeah, thing that's missing. Yeah, I, so my view is is that they, they don't train you to hold a decent conversation. It's, yeah. as, it's as simple as that, isn't it? You know, it's the right questions in the right order. Um, yeah, and I, I and would probably say, you know, yeah, and I, I would look back and say accountancy hasn't taught me this. You know, playing hockey as a sport or going to university in the middle of Wales for three years has helped me. There's nothing else to do other than talk to people, right? Because yeah. what else is there to do in the middle of Wales, right? <laughs> Um, and, and the various things, you know, it's your life, it's your life experiences that, that create that. And um, I think sometimes we, 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 you know, the profession is too much focused on the exams and, of and, course. And, and, and that sort of element. But Nathan, aren't you contributing that by actually driving the firm down this specialist route? You've got specialist teams and within those teams you've got specialists within the team. So you're not actually growing yeah. broader, rounded people, are you? actually crowbarring them into a particular um, specialist. Yeah, to and I suppose when, when you start processes like that, you tend to look internally at... Um, at what you have available or, or that tends to be the, the mistake people will make is to say, well, you know, um, somebody over here has got capacity. Let's give that, let's give them that project. Yeah. And, and, and just on talking to a, another accountancy firm, actually, uh, they were sort of saying, look, if somebody isn't knocking on your door saying, I want to do this, there isn't the right person internally. Right. And, and, and it's quite a harsh statement yeah. to make. It is. Um, and maybe, maybe that's right. Maybe that's wrong. Um, but to an extent, it's like if you if you want a particular skill set and you and somebody isn't showing those signs, i.e. you can handpick them or they're asking you and saying, look, I have an interest and a passion in this. You, you just don't try that route because you can end up, you know, getting the wrong person, which can mm. can slow things down. You just go and recruit the right person that you need. Mm. So, example, when we were first embracing the sort of cloud digital space, it was really hard because we would I wouldn't say we were necessarily sort of leading the way but we were we were pretty early adopters of all of that um it's really hard then to say i, I want to deliver something that the profession ha- can't quite deliver on mass yet yeah so then it, it was it was quite hard then to recruit the right person i needed so i ended up hiring them from australia right okay. so totally different right so um yeah. came over from australia on a six-month visa and he's now done uh, a five-year visa so he's right. pretty key and integral and, it, and it's yeah he's qualified accountant absolutely but but because of the, the nature of, you know, the, the, the adoption of cloud and digital solutions yeah. in Australia and New Zealand is faster than here. Yeah. I, I, I basically pick yeah. somebody that's maybe three, five years ahead of, of, of the UK. So yeah. um, served a purpose and very much off-piste, you know, hiring effectively somebody that, you know, there's, there's a lot of stuff around. You've got to get through, through the visa, got to get through the application. Course, there's quite course. a long process for all of, of that, which we've now done, which now then facilitates us to look at others in, in the same way and it's, yeah yeah and, see there's something know. interesting there nathan about this um what, what you want to do is you want to uh, and, and uh, this is an overused phrase but you want to hire a square peg for a square hole don't you mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. but I, I'm, I'm i'm conflicted here because it's um you know I've, I, and i know you've got young 
kids. I've got I've got four four mm. kids, and with the kids, I've gone. Uh, look, they've all gone swimming, uh, but mm. only one of the four actually, you know, took to it seriously and got to national level and pursued mm. it. But the mm. other the other three were good swimmers, but they just never uh-huh. fell in love with it. And um, but then uh, uh, three of them, three of the others were exposed to music. Now mm. two of them have embraced that fully and have built careers around it. The other one's not, not really bothered about the music, but we've exposed uh-huh. them to that as well. And then mm-hmm. um, exposed him to playing rugby, and then he found mm. his passion in life and he's you know mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm just talking about outside pursuits with the kids but mm-hmm. um we keep you know he didn't necessarily uh, and dominic definitely didn't look like you an obvious rugby player because he was as skinny mm-hmm. as a rat and you know just mm-hmm. you know <laughs> but um he's turned into um oh, well he does something he loves and he's pretty good at it mm-hmm. because um uh, it's that do we really uh, is the specialist way really the the only way or do we have to actually mm-hmm. have some reins on that and, and and encourage people not wait for them to knock on the door as this other accountancy firm was saying but actually you know have you got some way of assessing whether they've got you know a, a particular their, their mm-hmm. personality is suited to a particular way of working mm-hmm. what do you do to assess your team in such a way that we are yeah. being as human and caring and family oriented as we can because mm-hmm. we've got them in the right place mm-hmm. I suppose you know, for the for the new hires, it's become easier as time's gone on in terms of the um, we sort of use a bit of psychometric testing and, and stuff right. like this. And you know, um, which model do, do you use, intake, Nathan? I, I, I I'm I've no idea. You don't know. Be totally honest. Our HR, our HR deal with that. That's I just I just know that they're really pleased with it. So that's all but I need it, to but know. It's you. Um, brilliant. To be honest, but brilliant. Yeah, and I think we do group interviews and stuff like that to an extent to see how people you know, behave in that environment. So you've got the sort of, you know, how do you socially, you know, deal with things like that. We also, you know, then filter that down to the one-to-one environment as well. And have got gone through a whole, evolved over time, I suppose. Yeah. Um, as we now have a, you know, a more formal sort of HR team and stuff, whereas before it was, you know, like as you grow, you'd, you don't have a need for a full-time HR person. Now we have, mm. you know, we have two, you know, it's about, it's about you know, one per hundred, something like that as a, as a sort of number. Seems That seems to work. Yeah, but I mean, for me, what it's a little bit like being open. So we would, you know, we would look around and think, well, you know, what do I need for this role? You know, it might be that this individual has those skill sets, and I think there's a there's a potential there, and we'll we'll, we'll almost try and hand pick them um, rather than sort of leaving it open to the masses, saying, look, we're looking for a person in the in a in a certain team. You know, yeah, you've spotted apply. someone with a particular attitude yeah. or a particular skill. Indeed, and actually, think, you need to come over here for a while. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, and opening it out, I think, is quite dangerous because you might get somebody that's unhappy in their current role and just wants to change, right? Not that they want to do what the role you want them to do. Yeah. Um, and I, th- you know, and looking at it, you think people have different skill sets. The apprenticeship scheme is really going to help with that. That that yeah. people need to do secondments in various teams and departments, and you might we talked about it in the partners meeting. Recently, there's one particular trainee that, that came and did sort of work experience, came back to business services, did a little bit of stint in audit, and, and, and she's done right. some, she's now in tax and doing her CTA yeah. exams and, and loving it, and, and, and she's doing really well. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, I, guess I think it's just, yeah. That, you, you know, that, it's that, almost like it's being brave, that, right? Yeah, it is being brave, but also I think that the secondment process is mm-hmm. a bit like, you know, me and the kids. Go try the swimming, try hockey, try rugby, try, yeah. you know, band. And, mm-hmm. um, and you're seconding them into a particular... And then, and then they'll grow yeah. into that, I guess. It gets more challenging, yeah. doesn't it, as you get further up the uh, food chain in a firm? Yeah, a little bit. And I think, you know, you take that example. I mean, you know, I, I sort of played hockey from a, from a young age because it was the only sport that I was any good at, number one. And all my friends were good at every other sport. So it's like, I need to do something for me, right? Or something I was okay at and... Yeah, right. they all played sort of county league football and stuff like this and I can't kick a you know it's, it's just a you, you do what you need you know what, what you do to be honest you but, find um, your thing don't you yeah, yeah and, and I think it's like you know you, you want somebody that wants to do the role you want them to do right and then that you know we sort of uh, have this but sometimes sort of, uh, they don't know do they Nathan sometimes they don't know no no indeed and that's the indeed. hard bit isn't it and, and I think that again is when you're lower down and starting out you don't really know what you don't know um, I think when you get fur- the further on you get, you you would expect them to have an understanding part of why you, Some you of promote it, yeah. them um, yeah, yeah. to an extent. Um, yeah. But I think you know we 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 sort of have revisited our um, you know, mission statement or whatever. So it's like you know um, happy teams, happy clients, happy futures is our sort of tagline. Right. Um, let's call it, and and it's almost you know you start off at the at the first one, and 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 it, and it sort of does help significantly help deliver the 
I like um, that. So you, know, you that? have ha- a happy team. Happy, happy team, teams, happy clients, happy, happy clients. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. And it's like you start with the having a happy team. They then, you then, you know, by, by consequence of that, to an extent, have happy clients and then everybody's happy. If, if those two groups are happy, then the happy futures part is the easy one, right? It's going to um, come, isn't it? Yeah, it comes as a consequence. Yeah. yeah, and that then sort of all, we try to sort of filter that through to whatever the department strategy is. That's always a, you know, we're looking at, for instance, uh, partly driven sort of from, from my sort of, you know, service line, let's say with the outsource finance function and, and the cloud and the digital team, you know, the, the person that leads the cloud team will do less chargeable time than somebody who's in, 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 a, in, in the audit team. Um, yeah. But it's recognising that, that, that traditionally that would be a negative because you, you need to do a chargeable percentage of X to deliver input of Y. Yes. Um, so the KPIs are becoming different. So that's becoming a, you know, almost like, you know, I would sort of question to say, well, what do you want your KPI to be? And we'll talk around, we'll talk around that, you know, yeah, rather a, than me, yeah. me telling you what your KPI is and you going, well, I don't really, you know, yeah, set your own KPIs and then I'll we'll tweak them upwards, right? Is, is the, probably the right answer. Um, well, maybe but, it is, but I think you know, you, I think mm. if, if the if the if the goal is to um, let's have the right KPIs for that mm. role, uh, and we'll work mm. it out together. That, yeah. that that makes sense, doesn't it? So I, I I can't tell you how many firms I go into and they're tracking and measuring certain KPIs that are actually contributing in no way, yeah. shape, or form to the uh, decision making or the action of the, and the future success yeah. of the firm. Exactly. You could take the example. So you know, we we. Um, brought on a new new associate, so a new sort of junior uh, fee owner in, into the sort of outsourced finance function team, yeah. coming with an industry. You know, he was with us for a few years, qualified with us, went into industry um, to a client, actually. The client sort of sold, and he's now come back. So has a, has a so not unique, but has a different skill set to a lot of others. Yeah. And our view is we don't really want him to, to have a client portfolio because – that's devaluing his or diluting his skill set. His skill set is yeah. the delivery of the management, you know, that sort of stuff. So managing the client, you know, so, yeah, you know, you've then got somebody that, that, that is junior fee owners. It's like, you've got to build a portfolio. You need to grow. You then become a, you know, et cetera, et cetera. For yeah. him, we don't really, the target isn't really for him to have a portfolio. So you pitch him against the other, let's say 10, 12 associates. He would perform badly using traditional KPIs. Yeah. So, so if, yeah, um, uh, f- f- from his perspective, it's like you need to have a different KPI, and, and it, it might be, you know, how many formal sets of management accounts do we do as a as a as a firm, and we want to see that go up. Mm. You know, the use of standardised um, software solutions and standardised products. You know, mm. another another sort of. Um, you know, how much sort of content are we putting out there in terms of blogs and, and, and what are we doing? You know, there's a whole mm. different set of KPIs, which, which, to be honest, because, again, quite a new role when you do something different, they've been driven and set by him and, and we've had conversations about them. So Could, can that, if, you've got if somebody KPIs, that, that can see... You know, sorry, Nathan, go on, finish the sentence. I was just going to say, you, he then, you know, you, you then got a shared journey because, yeah. you know, he, he's almost signing up to the vision signing up to the KPIs that you've all agreeing and it's all transparent and, and, and you just all go off and, and try and achieve them. That, that's, yeah, that's a really good place to be rather than him having to, you've got to have a portfolio of X. Well, how, how is he going to, that's, that's the wrong message to be honest. And it's bad, wrong behavior. It will yeah, yeah, yeah. Ultimately. Well, and, and if you've got the wrong KPIs, it will result in the wrong behavior, won't it? If it, yeah. if it doesn't yeah. suit that particular role or that particular department mm. or that particular job. But I just wonder if, um, and you know, you can look at some traditional firms where they might they might have one or two people with different style KPIs, but ultimately that um, restricts and limits them from progressing within the firm because mm-hmm. ultimately the people on the top table haven't followed that route, and therefore why yeah. why, why will they will they ever get there? Mm-hmm. But it's whether mm-hmm. it's accepted at the top table that there are different routes to being around this table. I think, but but then you know that that then it's relating the KPIs that are different to the people that, you know, to, to the traditional KPIs, right? So it might be that, you know, what does it, you know, this is where it's quite challenging. You know, let's say we've got, we want to see an increased number of, 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 of management accounts done by the right team and yeah. an increased use of standardised solutions. Well, that tangibly means that we've freed up resource from, from, a, from another department to do the right type of work. So it, it, the, the hard part is you need to then tangi- put a tangible value to a non-tangible KPI yeah. to then explain that to those people that, that only understand tangible KPIs, right? So it's quite a challenging. And whilst you might be, he might be happy that he's got some KPIs he can try and deliver. You've yeah. then got to translate that into everybody else's KPIs. So you've almost got 
almost so like an individual and contrast. promoter score. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, right? it's, so, it's been able to compare and contrast different numbers, yeah. isn't it? And it's well, that, that is yeah, tough, yeah, but yeah. actually, it's in the best interest of a the individual and the long term interest of the firm as well. Yeah, and I suppose you take, take the example of me. It's like we we um, we went down the route of looking at client portal and stuff, and found that 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 the um, our practice management software had one, but it didn't really do as much as we wanted it to do. Yeah, it wasn't fit for purpose. So we, yeah. we we've yeah we ventured down the route of of building our own. Right, and that's taken a huge right. amount of time and. And huge amount of you know uh, of opportunity cost, but what it's meant is our our postage and paper bill has literally fallen through the floor. Mm. Um, we have, have put something like seventy five thousand documents on it that have been approved. You know, ridiculous amounts. You know, I think probably ninety five percent of our tax returns all get approved through it. Probably yeah. about you know ninety percent of our accounts get approved by it. You know, cosec documents and everything else can get done through it. Um, so, so that that's led to huge efficiencies, but but you've then got to tangibly because you would look at my hours and that, but let's say that takes you know uh, I don't know hundred hours two hundred hours a year. Um, I've got to tangibly put a value to that because 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 if you look at it on the you know cold numbers, I'm putting less value into the into the pot than, than yeah, others. Yeah. So yeah. it's things that's just a you know specific example where it, the firm benefits and the individuals that have those high you know, chargeable hours and, and, and larger yeah. portfolios, they benefit um, because of somebody else not doing the, the, those, those hours. It's quite a, quite nuanced, right? And, and, yeah, and it's is. quite a challenge. Yeah. Um, there was, I, I, was, uh, I was watching something yesterday which relates to this. Uh, and and it, it's, um, uh, it, 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 this guy talking about, you know, if, if you remember the, 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 time, uh, the time management grid, you know, urgent mm-hmm. and important. It's in, yeah. you know, forever we've all been looking at this um, is it mm-hmm. you know that uh, urgent and important or important and urgent all, all of that mixed mm-hmm. up he says there's a bit missing and it's how significant mm-hmm. so you know uh, is it so if there's um, so you might invest for example in the portal which is it's, uh, it's significant so it's actually going to have an impact mm-hmm. for a long time mm-hmm. a long time and so you know the, the amount of time invested might be let's call it you know, 150 hours of your time for example mm-hmm. Uh, and then it stops, but that 150 hours is going to pay out for the next five years, and it's and, and that significance piece gets lost in KPIs often. Um, I'm just I'm just building a bridge with something I was watching yesterday. I thought, oh, that's really quite powerful. I don't yet know how to deal with that one. But, um. and, and I suppose it's a good example to say we did we did the the first version of of the portal, for instance, and 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 it's been good and successful, and and everybody sort of sees the the value, albeit intangible. We're we're just about to launch the portal two. Um, right. And just in terms of context, that was a thousand development hours uh, of, of, of internal. Again, there's no cost. There's no external yeah. cost of any of this. So we have in-house development um, capabilities and, and a whole load of my time again. And that's yeah. been met with n- not much, um, not much pushback. Right. Um, we've obviously asked every single employee what would they like Portal Portal Two, as we're calling it. What would they like yeah. it to do? Uh, and yeah. we've tried to build that into the roadmap and, and look at every single person's view to say it'd be lovely if it did this, it'd be good if it did that, you know, um, and, and, and you know, hopefully first of April will be the, the the wide scale whole firm launch of it, and it should, you know, better user experience, better mobile experience, you know, more yeah. capabilities of of building other things. You know, a, a whole load of time and effort has gone into that that people won't either understand or necessarily see as going on. Um, but you know, it's a bit of a challenge to say that's that's been quite a lot. As I say, a year in the making, yeah. where you see no, no benefit at all. So you've got yeah. to make an investment decision, yeah. um, and, the, and then the we'll only see the benefit over the next. Yeah. yeah. So hopefully, all of the change and the the, the 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 debates and the conversations that have happened, you know, once the second portal's launched and people start to see the benefit, having those conversations again in the future will be will be significantly easier because there's something yeah. somebody can see or touch or. Or value. So, and presumably, though, Nathan, there's going to be uh, on on the journey. Uh, looking back, you'll have had these, and then certainly they'll happen in the future, where you make a decision, you pursue uh, a path that you think is going to pay off, but it doesn't pay off at all, and it's all yeah. spent cost, no no ROI. Yeah. It's uh, it, it was an error. Um, yeah. But albeit, there's always learning from those experiences, isn't there? Yeah, and I think that that comes to the fact of like you should, you know, there should be a balance, so it shouldn't be. Uh, I think it's a good idea, and I just go off and do it. There'll either be, a, hence why there's a smaller subgroup that will look at that, yeah. and, and will be the checks and balances on you. Because what it then means is, let's say that is the scenario: you try it, it doesn't really work, and you stop it and change it. At least you then have the OK, okay full, full, you know, you know, the full parts meeting plus that little subgroup. subgroup. 
So yeah. you're not there going, I'm, I'm putting my neck on the line here, and if this doesn't work, so you then continually plough the same, yes. you know, go on the same journey, even though you know the end result won't be, won't be right. So it's, yeah, yeah. all so of you that's might quite important as well. Yeah, you might sponsor an innovation. It goes into the um, you know the subgroup. They they go yeah, let's run with it. Then it goes up to yeah. eighteen partners and they sign yeah. it off. It's yeah. no longer sitting entirely at your door. It's actually everyone's bought this. Yeah, indeed, and if it yeah, don't that, work, we're that, all responsible, aren't we? Correct, right? And I think that process does take longer and can be frustrating. But it's that sort of risk management piece of saying you know you're, yeah. you're protecting the individual from making a bad making a mistake, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or choosing the wrong journey or the wrong path or whatever. So yeah. You know, because we we could have spent a thousand hours building something that's not not fit for purpose. That's yeah. that's a difficult conversation. <laughs> um, indeed, indeed. You know, I'm yeah. sure you haven't, by the sounds of it. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, Nathan, that's been a, a very wide ranging and very stimulating um, uh, discussion. What 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 stood out for me is um, this: uh, anyone who wants to talk KPIs has got my full attention every day, all day. Um, <laughs> and the fact that we talked about, you know. Uh, KPIs have to uh, a be fit for purpose. But what does that mean? Mm. Well, they've got to suit that person, that role, that department, mm. and, and and not necessarily be influenced by the way it's always been done in other departments. Yeah. And I, I just mm. think that's um, mm -hmm. such a clear message that's clearly working and and doesn't come without its challenges, as you say. Yeah, that, I think, I think we're, we're, it's probably fair to say we're at the early points of this to say you know. Um, and it's, it's inevitable that we need to go that route because we, you know, as I say, as the partner group gets bigger, you know, the, the different levels of equity change, and there's all these sorts of, of pressures that you have. And it's like, well, somebody would look at their own performance mm. and say, well, I'm doing better in all these KPIs in terms of their own journey, whereas actually it's relative to the KPIs we set for each individual. So you yeah. might be doing great, but so is everyone else, right? Or yeah, 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 you yeah. might be doing great, and you're benchmarking yourself about somebody that you do better at a KPI at that they don't have. Absolutely. All of these sorts of things happen, and 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 you know KPIs are only are only worth having if 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 they're almost like you know everybody's agreeing to them, and and, and you're on a journey to achieve them, and they shouldn't be something that you know. I mean, sometimes we in the past we might have gone, well, just double your you're good at winning fees, let's double your portfolio growth. It's like, well, yeah. is that reasonable to achieve? And it, and it yeah, should yeah, be yeah. something that you don't sit back and go, I'll take that because it's easy. It yeah. should be a challenge by nature. Yeah. Um, but it's also, but then again, you've got to have the tools to be able to deliver the KPIs as well. Um, you do. It's the and, other sort and of also, factor. Absolutely right. And so, yes, we've got the right people, the right KPIs, the right tools. Mm -hmm. But also, and I think you've hinted at this, or well, not hinted, but you stated it blatantly, that you, you've got to be willing to have the challenging, difficult conversations to actually mm -hmm. um, get agreement and buy in. And then, then it's then it's really human. Uh, we're all responsible, and yeah. um, and if we made a mistake, we made a mistake. We put our hands up and move on. Yeah. Um, but actually, if you've got the right process in place, the right mm. KPIs in place, the right people in the right place, then it'll work. Which sounds like I'm stating yeah. the blatantly obvious there, but you know, the bigger the business, sometimes that gets lost in the mix. Yeah, and, and I suppose I'd, I'll, I'll probably be fair to say we're not there yet, um, because again, you know, everybody starts off with this is how many hours we need to do, and everybody tries for a discount or not or whatever because whatever role they do is this yeah, and that yeah, yeah. And, and I think you know but, but, but you know conversations are being had and it's been a key part of this year's budget setting process in terms of all the partners don't have the same chargeable hours you know yeah. some, some have significantly more some have you know some have a bit less you know because yeah, it's and, right and it, for their role Correct, right? And, and yeah. where, where we were at was like, oh, the managing partner gets a discount because he's a managing partner and it's because, that's because every accountant knows what a managing partner's role is but when yeah. you're when you're looking at something that's different or something that's new, nobody really knows what. It's, it's quite yeah. a challenge. Yeah, you almost need to sort of set the vision. Yeah, you yeah. need to set the vision and say what your deliverable is going to be, and you need to be your KPIs are. I'm going to assess you about how how mm. how far we are down that journey. Yeah, um, and, that, and that's that that, yeah. that healthy blend of output KPIs, the result the, that you want, and then mm. and the input predictive activity KPIs that mm. are going to, you're going to be measured against week in, week out, or month in, month out, yeah. or quarter in, quarter Yeah, it's almost, you know, I suppose with all this, you, you start with what does success look like and work backwards, right? Yes, yeah. yeah, for sure. Um, strategy sure. downwards brilliant. or whatever, whatever the yeah, expert, yeah, yeah. you know, whatever somebody might do. Yeah. But, um, Marvellous. Well, yeah. I, I think that's been brilliant. So we, we've covered a, 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 a chunk of ground. I'm just wondering, you know, I've, I've sort of turned the spotlight and asked a few questions on the firm, uh, Nathan. What, of everything we've covered today, what, what, what is it that's made you think a little bit about, oh, well, we need to do a little bit more in that area or a little bit less in that um, I'll probably be biased and say not, not to say because I think we're, we're considering all of this stuff anyway and we spend a lot of time you know on, on strategy on all of this sort of stuff anyway and I think we you know as a firm we're in a good place and I, I yeah. would say over the last few years we've spent you know more time than we have before um, 
partly because you know we, we, we you know four offices, eighteen partners, two hundred. You know that it needs you know significant time. And, and what a takeaway would be is you know the amount of times you see that somebody hasn't spent enough time on strategy. Yeah. Um, is almost like that's the, that's the first mistake to make, right? You're, you're better off spending too much time on strategy, and at least you've got one, rather than not spending enough time on it. And, yeah. and you, you, you know, we have specific strategy days, absolutely. But but then what happens is it's about ag- agreeing to that, and then we'll have various other things that happen during the year. Just checking ourselves how how are we doing against our strategy? Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. Do we, you know, even down to years ago, do we want to stay as a as a you know five partner? A provincial fail do we want to grow how many offices do we want all of this sort of stuff so mm. because that's significant if you've got one person that or elements that want to, to stay as five and other elements that want five offices and uh, there's that that's going to cause issues so it's yeah i don't yeah, think you can spend enough time on it it's probably what i'm saying as long as yeah yeah i can hear that i mean, and, and it, I think... it, it can't you, you know you can spend too much time but it's just you know making sure you give some sufficient time to it is probably the right and right, by the that. sounds of it, Nathan, regular repeating time yeah. to it as well. It's not a one-off exercise, is it? No, so it's, it's almost like, you know, regular, we have quarterly KPI board meetings. It's like, and that's about one, what are the KPIs that we've set ourselves, but also how are we, um, we've, we've created a, what we call the SMT, so senior management team of a, yeah. it's a group of, of, of partners, probably at, at the moment, because we just started it, more of those more experienced ones. Yeah, but it's to say, well, how are we doing? You know, how are we doing against our strategy? What operational stuff do we need to consider or change or tweak? And mm-hmm. um, so it's almost like the, the the full partner group sets the strategy. The SMT then would meet to to see how are we doing on that journey, and yeah. if we need to do something different or go less slightly left or slightly right, that that might might then go back to the next, next partners meeting, right? To just do an adjustment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I think you know we're all learning at this sort of stuff. It's it's yeah, yeah different brilliant. you know good brilliant. challenges to be honest. It's uh, you know, some of the stuff. Uh, just to wrap up, that I'm, I'm, I'm researching at the moment is you know what's the definition of the health of a business, mm-hmm. and and and, mm-hmm. and and there's all sorts of um, uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, insights in and around that. But clearly, what comes back repeatedly is that mm-hmm. um, they know where they're going, they know what they stand mm-hmm. for, they know what you know behavioural values that they want to mm-hmm. you know hold everyone to account on, as well as the KPIs they want to hold to account. There's there's mm-hmm. but but there is a real uh, humanity to the piece, you know. Mm-hmm. Values and purpose shines through, mm-hmm. and um, and and they're not afraid of the the, the difficult conversations. Mm-hmm. Which, from this conversation, is clear. Mm-hmm. You you guys at uh, yeah, Box even to are, the extent where I think we've just, just recently done a client survey and an internal survey to work out, you know, a net promoter scores a bit of a good and bad, right? But um, yeah. If it's used properly, it can be a useful thing. So it's like, well, let's, you know, if you've done the, the, the staff survey, I think we had maybe 85% of people fill it in. Right, Client right. survey as well. We scored, scored you know, um, highly on both, but it's it's looking around. And, and, and net promoter score isn't around. Sorry, net promoter score isn't around, you know, uh, the almost you take out the best and the worst. It's the thing, it's the bit in the middle, right? And. And it's just understanding what does that mean? How, what is, what yeah, is what the profession What decisions see? and what action is it going to drive, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. And is there any Brilliant. particular areas? So we, we use quite helpful to say get honest feedback from a client. And is there any particular things that we're not doing well at as a firm? Yeah. Or is it triggered by a department, by a person, by, by yeah. whatever? And yeah. then from the, the staff point of view, it's a bit, little bit like what we could, you know, because COVID has meant, you know, the, the amount we've spent on business development, entertaining, traveling is massively reduced. Yep. We had a quite a significant training budget that we haven't used up. So it's like, well, what more can we do? We've allocated a budget to something that we haven't necessarily spent all of it. Has yep. that had a negative impact on our, you know, NPS score and, and how people are feeling, you know, and it's challenging from a yeah. mental well-being and everything else point of view. So have you reached any conclusions on that, Nathan? Um, uh, no, <laughs> it's the answer. I think it just as an example, Not we, yet. um, no, previously the government announced a thousand pound per you know benefit or grant per person that had been furloughed. So we had a meeting and thought, wouldn't it be nice if we allocate some of that for for mental well-being and and training for the staff? The government then say, well, we've changed our mind. We're not going to do that now. Yeah. So well, we've already allocated it to to yeah. be to be used somewhere else. So I think you know things like that are quite important. And I agree. Um, yeah. You know, making sure that yeah, have have we got it right? Probably not in in, in totality, but. You know, more right than wrong, I yeah. think, certainly. <coughs> and certainly um, sounds as though you're heading in the right you know, direction as well. Yeah. 
Brilliant. Nathan, this has been fantastic. I really appreciate you taking time out and investing uh, in uh, being so open and candid. It's been uh, enlightening. Thank you very, very much indeed. You'll find more valuable discussions with the leaders of ambitious accounting firms at humanisethenumbers.online. You can also sign up to be notified each time a new podcast is made available. This podcast series, Humanise the Numbers, has been made possible thanks to the support of our sponsors, My Work Papers, Advanced Track, Satago and VFD Pro. Visit humanisethenumbers.online, click the logo of each sponsor, and you'll hear what our podcast interviewees have to say about the sponsor's services.